Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Wednesday, September 27th, One Take Wednesday. We are continuing on in Matthew reading from the message paraphrase. We're in Matthew chapter 16 today. We'll be reading verses 1 through 12 and then we're in Psalm 31. The title in my Bible says, Some Bad Yeast. Some Pharisees and Sadducees were on him again, pressing him to prove himself to them. He told them, You have a saying that goes, Red sky at night, sailors delight. Red sky at morning, sailors take warning. You find it easy enough to forecast the weather. Why can't you read the signs of the times? An evil and wanton generation is always wanting signs and wonders. The only sign you'll get is the Jonah sign. Then he turned on his heels and walked away. On their way to the other side of the lake, the disciples discovered they had forgotten to bring along bread. In the meantime, Jesus said to them, Keep a sharp eye out for the Pharisee Sadducee yeast. Thinking he was scolding them for forgetting bread, they discussed in whispers what to do. Jesus knew what they were doing and said, Why all these worried whispers about forgetting bread? Runt believers, haven't you caught on yet? Don't you remember the five loaves of bread and the 5,000 people and how many baskets of fragments you picked up? Or the seven loaves that fed 4,000 and how many baskets of leftovers you collected? Haven't you realized yet that bread isn't the problem? The problem is yeast. Pharisee, Sadducee, yeast. Then they got it. That he wasn't concerned about eating, but teaching. The Pharisee, Sadducee kind of teaching. Before we move on, I just want to talk a minute about yeast. In a couple of days back, we talked about the yeast of the kingdom of God. And if we had a little bit, um, it would grow. And here there's a negative example of yeast that if the teachings of the Pharisees and the Sadducees got in you, then it just kind of multiplied. And, and Jesus is saying, beware of that yeast. But the disciples, again, they're like me. They just have a hard time understanding. Uh, The message here paraphrases it to say, runt believers. I love that. And they are worried about physical bread. And Jesus says, don't you remember? (laughs) I fed 5,000 people with just a very small amount of bread. Or or remember the seven loaves that fed 4,000 O ye of little faith. And so today, I just want us to be reminded and be encouraged to look to the Lord in every situation. Um, I had a Bible study note here in one of my Bibles that says, Leaven is put into bread to make it rise, and it only takes a little to affect the whole batch of dough. Jesus used yeast as an example of how a small amount of evil can affect a large group of people. The wrong teachings of the Pharisees and Sadducees were leading many people astray. Beware of the tendency to say, 
How can this little wrong possibly affect anyone? Okay, now let's turn over to the Psalms. We're in Psalm 31 today, and this is another Psalm of David. I run to you, God. I run for dear life. Don't let me down. Take me seriously this time. Get down on my level and listen. And please, no procrastination. Your granite cave, a hiding place. Your high cliff, airy, a place of safety. You're my cave to hide in, my cliff to climb. Be my safe leader. Be my true mountain guide. Free me from hidden traps. I want to hide in you. I've put my life in your hands. You won't drop me. You never let me down. I hate all this silly religion, but you, God, I trust. I'm leaping and singing in the circle of your love. You saw my pain. You disarmed my tormentors. You didn't leave me in their clutches, but gave me room to breathe. Be kind to me, God. I'm in deep, deep trouble again. I've cried my eyes out. I feel hollow inside. My life leaks away, groan by groan. My years fade out in size. My troubles have worn me out, turned my bones to powder. To my enemies, I'm a monster. I'm ridiculed by my neighbors. My friends are horrified. They cross the street to avoid me. They want to blot me from memory. Forget me like a corpse in the grave. Discard me like a broken dish in the trash. The street talk gossip has me criminally insane. Behind locked doors, they plot how to ruin me for good. Desperate, I throw myself on you. You are my God. Hour by hour, I place my days in your hand. Safe from the hands out to get me. Warm me, your servant, with a smile. Save me because you love me. Don't embarrass me by not showing up. I've given you plenty of notice. Embarrass the wicked. Stand them up. Leave them stupidly shaking their heads as they drift down to hell. Gag those loudmouth liars who heckle me, your follower, with jeers and catcalls. What a stack of blessings you have piled up for those who worship you, ready and waiting for all who run to you to escape an unkind world. You hide them safely away from the opposition as you slam the door on those oily, mocking faces. You silence the poisonous gossip. Blessed God, His love is the wonder of the world. Trapped by a siege, I panicked. Out of sight, out of mind, I said. But you heard me say it. You heard and listened. Love God, all you saints. God takes care of all who stay close to Him. But He pays back in full those arrogant enough to go it alone. Be brave. Be strong. Don't give up. Expect God to get here soon. Wow, that was a pretty intense psalm. It starts out so beautifully. Lord, I run to you for life. Or as it says in 
the new American standard. In you, O Lord, I have taken refuge, which is something that I feel like I pray often. And then it seems as though David is getting rawer and rawer as he speaks about how all the people around him have turned on him. My study Bible says this, We say we have faith in God, but do we really trust him? David's words, into your hand I commit my spirit, conveys his complete trust in God. Jesus used this phrase as he was dying from the cross, showing his absolute dependence on God the Father. Stephen repeated these words as he was being stoned to death in Acts chapter 7, confident that in death he was simply passing from God's earthly care to God's eternal care. We should commit our possessions, our families, and our vocations to God. But first and foremost, we should commit ourselves completely to Him. Will you pray with me? Lord, we do not want to take Your Word or Your work flippantly. It is hard to live in a world where there is so much suffering and so many things that seem so awry. We cannot understand, Lord, but it does not mean that we are not dependent upon you. Lord, we know that you take care of all those who are close to you. We know, Lord, that you show up. And we pray, Lord, just wanting to commit ourselves to you. We want to commit our finances, possessions, family, school time, work time, anything that we have, Lord, we want to commit it to you. And we want, Lord, to be confident in life and death that we are not our own, but we belong to you. And because we belong to you, Lord, you keep us in your watch care. And when our life here ends, we know that we are going to be with you in your eternal care. Thank you for that great promise, and thank you, Lord, for your word. We love you, and we pray all of this in Christ's holy and strong name. Amen.